into her life. She was only nine years old and I would tuck her in. And she said to me, um, are you going to be here forever? And I knew by her asking me that is that she's, she had doubts, right? Because she's had, she's seen other women in and out of her life and she was only nine. And, you know, I, I just said to her, I'm here, you know, I'm here now and I can promise you I'll be here tomorrow. I don't know what the future holds, you know? And I, and I say that a lot, even for myself, because what happened to me, right? I thought I was going to be married forever. And and I didn't know, you know, that after almost 16 years of marriage that it was going to be gone, right? Hi guys, I'm your host, Megan Van Diepender, and this is the Empowerhood Podcast. I am so happy to have you here. You know, motherhood is hard, and we are going to talk about all of the hard things that just are not talked about enough. So buckle up and enjoy this episode. Hey, Rosemary, how are you? I'm good. How are you, Megan? I'm doing great. Thanks. Thanks so much for being here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm excited. So everyone out there listening today, we have Rosemary McHugh. She's going to tell us a little bit about her journey through motherhood and um, to finding this new exciting passion and purpose that she has at New um, Scotland Liquors. Or did I say that right? Spirits. Um, New Scotland Spirits. Yes. Yeah. Um, So I'm so excited to hear all about this um, because, of course, Chelsea has told me so much about you. But why don't you start by telling us a little bit about you? Who is Rosemary? Um, well, you know, I thought about this. Um, I am, um, I guess self-motivated. I'm driven. Um, I feel like sometimes I'm a rubber band every time I get knocked down. It, I, I'm not saying I don't stay down, but I don't stay down for long. I keep coming back. So, um, there's no snapping, no snapping here. <laughs> um, and I think my um, my reason for that, um, a lot of it is my kids. You know, they're yeah. my my inspiration, my rock. I always want them to, you know, be proud of who I am just as much as I want to be proud of them. So, so yeah, yeah. I'd have to say uh, I'm a, a boss bee. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I know if you can me or not. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. So how many kids do you have, Rosemary? So I have two boys myself, but um, I have three stepchildren as well, whom I've raised. Um, The oldest one um, was 19 when I came into his life. And then um, Megan and Nick. So I have a a George, a Daniel, a Michael, a Megan, and a Nick. And as far as I'm concerned, they're all my kids. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. Um, So tell me a little bit about your mother, her journey. So you said you have two of your own, and then you had stepchildren after that, or was it before? No, after. Okay. Um, it was after. So I raised my two boys on my own. Um, and that was very, very challenging. Um, their their dad decided one day that um, you know, wasn't for him. So, you know, what, what do you what do you do at that point, right? You have two young kids. My kids were young at the time, and um, you know, it was it was it was definitely challenging, but um you needed to I mean, we were married for almost sixteen years. Um, so yeah, it was devastating. It was challenging. Um, but you know, when I look at them now and I listen to them talk, they're two, um, wonderful young men, 26 and 24. And I'm, I'm very proud. Um, so, you know, sometimes I think we lose sight and, and we want to feel sorry for them. Um, 
you know, because it's also affects them when you're going through a divorce, not just yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, um, you can't you can't feel sorry for them because, you know, it's giving them a crutch. And, you know, you need to grow from it. They need to grow from it. You know, yeah, I get it. It's, it sucks. It's, but, you know, we don't know the, the, the hand that we're going to be dealt in life and you need to decide what you're going to do with it at that point. Right. So, um, but they turned out great. Um, I can't complain. I'm very proud of them. Yeah. That's amazing. Now. So was their dad still involved in their life or no? No, you know, he, um, he took off, he moved to a different state and, um, you know, left us, uh, left us here, you know, so, um, how old were your kids? Um, how old were your kids when this happened? Nine and 11. Okay. Wow. So what had, like, what did you have to change in your life? Like when this happened, I mean, you became a single mom and I'm pretty sure you were working too, right? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, Um, you know, I, I'm not going to tell you that I didn't slightly crumble because that would be, um, being in denial. I totally did because my, you know, you, you have a plan and then all of a sudden that, that plan is changed, not by choice of yours. Right. So, um, if it wasn't for me to take a good look at myself, I feel like I needed to, not be selfish. And I needed to, um, you know, put those depressing feelings, um, sad feelings, uh, angry feelings aside. And I had boys to raise, I had boys to raise. And that was my my drive. So I worked, I worked, um, you know, I tried not to, um, you know, they had to grow up quick, too, unfortunately, you know, but you know, they turned out, they turned out okay, you know, and, and we have a great bond, which I love. And, you know, their dad is, um, comes and visits now. And I think he realizes he missed out on being part of two great, incredible men. And he, he, we have a good relationship, you know, and he'll tell me, you know, those two boys are great. You did a great job. And I'm like, thank you. <laughs> so wait, he's thank back in their much. life now. Yeah. He comes to visit. He still lives out of state. Um, and he does visit them and they go out and visit him and they have a, uh, I think they're trying, um, to have a relationship, which I think is great. You know, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, they're his boys and he's their father. So, um, yeah. So I think, and I think it's great that they are giving him a chance, you know, and they have him in his life. So he kind of disappeared for a bit. And then as they got older, he started coming back around to visit and whatnot. Yeah, I think he kept in touch with calling them and things like that. You know, there was definitely some um, some issues along the way, you know, when, you know, when they had to go to college and wanted to go to college. And obviously it's always about, you know, it's kind of sad when um, a parent looks at their child as a, a dollar sign you know, and they don't want to invest in their, in their child. But, you know, we, um, it didn't matter to me because at the end of the day, I was going to make sure that if schooling is what they wanted, we were going to make that happen. Right. I didn't, I didn't get to go to college till later in life. Um, my parents are both from Italy. Um, you know, I was raised a little old school. Um, you know, I've been on my own since I was 17 years old and I wanted make sure that my kids knew what was out there for them, you know, and that there's resources. So you might not, you don't need to come from a wealthy family. Um, 
if you want something bad enough, you you go out and get it. You know, you make right. it happen. Right. So. And it's never too late, right? Which you learned too. You went to school oh, yeah. a little bit later. It's never too late to change your profession or go to school or all that. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry about that. It's not. It's um it's definitely not. My I went to school. My son was my son Michael was graduating from high school and um and even Daniel, you know, when they were graduating from high school, they went to Bethlehem and um we were looking at colleges and um, you know, I I was a little upset that they that he didn't want to go right away or whatever, but then you know, I'm sitting there thinking, you know what? I, I can go. I can go to college. And I did. I went <laughs> yeah. to go get my degree. And my son, Michael, when he graduated, he came to the same campus that I was in. So when I got my degree, he was in the audience getting his certification. Oh, my so God. Kind of, so we're both in cap and gowns. And, you know, how many kids can say they graduated college with their mom? <laughs> yeah, that's incredible. I love that. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was pretty, pretty awesome. And, and, you know, you sit there and you have like this stereotype in your head um that you know you think your kids are going to be embarrassed of you or they're going to be like yeah no I'm not going to I don't want to be seen with my mom and you know my my kids were never like that I mean they were never like that I was an aide at the school um and they used to run over and say hi to me when they saw me so um which I always thought was pretty um pretty cool so yeah yeah, I love that. And I just think putting out there that, you know, it's never too late to learn or continue to learn, right? Like we're never right. just like made it. We can always learn something else. I know I try to tell my daughter that. So I hope she wouldn't be embarrassed if I was in her college. Um, I don't have plans <laughs> to do that, but <laughs> oh, that's funny. So when did you, um, when did you get your stepkids? When did you get remarried? I got remarried in 2011. Okay. And um, one was, um, Nicholas was six and um, going on seven and Megan was eight going on nine. Okay. Um, so now Nick is 19 and Megan is going to be 22 in a few weeks. Oh, so wow. I've been in their life um, for 12 years. <laughs> Amazing. Now, how did you meet your, your next husband? Um, I met him. I applied for a job. Um and um he couldn't afford me um <laughs> and then he asked me on a date and go figure right there then you go um and then you know sh- shortly thereafter he got married he deployed overseas um and uh because he was in the military and you know he was gone for probably a good portion of uh of those years you know he he went over to a um Kuwait for a year. He came back in 2013. And then he um, still traveled and commuted back and forth. So he wasn't really ever home. So it was me and five kids. I was gonna say, so you took over uh, three more kids. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And you were still working at the time too, full time? Yeah. Um, yep, I'm running. Um, I was working for his law f- firm and keeping the law firm together. Um, then we had some rental properties and then a household and then, you know, five five kids. Um, the oldest one, um, Georgie, he, you know, he was a great help. He was 21 years old and um, he, he, you know, was a good kid. He helped out a lot with um, the other kids. I mean, I mean, if you think about it, you have a daughter, there was, uh, there was dance, there was softball, there was football, yeah. there was popcorn. That's why I'm <laughs> like, um, how did you do this? 
There was dentist appointments. There was, there was a lot, you know, there was definitely yeah. a lot, but you know what? I wouldn't, I look back and, um, I loved it. I loved every minute of it. It was my yeah. purpose. I got up every, each and every day because I knew that they needed me. So, yeah. um, so it's definitely a little challenging now that they're all grown up. Yeah. <laughs> and I know you got to like redefine own... your purpose. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, but it's, it's been, uh, it's amazing. definitely been a ride. Let's just say yeah. that. No, you're <laughs> still married to this man, right? Um, well, um, no, yes, but no, I, I separated from him, um, earlier this year. Oh, I'm so sorry. Okay. Um, yeah. now did, or was it like mutual or what happened? Are you okay talking about it? Yeah, definitely. Um, so over the course of the years, um, you know, there's been some behavior and I think, you know, I kind of slightly blame myself a little bit because I allowed it. I knew, um, I knew what was going on and I think I just didn't want to admit it for one. I didn't want to see my kids go through it again and, and his kids because um, I wasn't his first and he had been married other times. And, you know, I, I can remember Megan when I first came into her life, she was only nine years old and I would tuck her in and she said to me, um, are you going to be here forever? And I knew by her asking me that is that she's, she had doubts, right? Yeah. Because she's had, she's seen other women in and out of her life and she was only nine. And, you know, I, I just said to her, I'm here, you know, I'm here now and I can promise you I'll be here tomorrow. I don't know what the future holds, right. Right. you know? And I, and I say that a lot, even for myself, because what happened to me, right? I thought I was going to be married forever. Yeah. I, and, and I didn't know you know, that after almost 16 years of marriage that whew, it was going to be gone. Right? right. So here's a nine-year-old little girl. I'm not going to, I'm not going to make her a promise that I'm, I can't, I don't even know. Right. Yeah. Because I, I don't know. And look at where I am today. Right? right. So did I know that her, I'd leave her dad, um, after 12 years? No, I, I really thought, um, I really thought that this time was different. You know, I was, I was totally broken when my first husband did what he did to me and the kids. And I thought that he knew that. And I definitely did not expect, um, I did not expect for it to happen again. Yeah. So, so yeah, but you know, so again, hard. yeah, again, you're going to do you, what do you do? Right. You right. just, you pick yourself back up and you just, um, move, move on. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, you've come across so many different things. So when did you start with this new business? And this has become your new, you know, kind of purpose and passion at um, New Scotland Spirits. Um, I started in, um, I want to say July of this year. So I've known Jesse on and off. So I, I'm a big volunteer person. I love volunteering. I love paying it forward, whether it's veteran stuff, um, whether it's for, um, you know, food banks, whether it's for kids, for churches, whatever the case may be, I just have a passion for that. And, um, so I used to do events and Jesse did one of my, um, events that I started back in COVID, which was the river fest for nine 11. I always thought, you know, it was important not to forget. Um, and we did a tribute to nine 11 since 2020. So he did, he came and set up and I've always found it very intriguing, but recently 
I got a full-time job um, with the county in economic development and uh, business development. Go figure, right? Right. Love to help out um, the community. Um, and um, he came into my office and he had no idea that I worked there. So, um, you know, I took a look at his business plan and I told him it was terrible and he needed to co- <laughs> to consolidate it because it was way too big and nobody has time to go through that. But I was very intrigued because here is a young man and um, that was in the military and came up with this brilliant idea and yeah. um, so self-driven and he's taken it from um, just a small thing to this huge thing. And and since I've been on board, it's gotten even larger, you know, and, you know, we self-distribute. It's, it's been an incredible journey for me. Um, and, um, yeah, I jumped in. I did. It it is pretty incredible. Like, can you tell us a little bit about their mission and like how they make this, um, the spirits and whatnot, because it's all local to the capital region, right? Correct. Yeah. So we, our grains are all locally sourced and we distill with Schenectady Distillery and um, Albany Distillery. Um, They've been absolutely um, fantastic. And then we go in, we bottle, um, we self-distribute, we do our sales calls and um, yeah, we do events just to get the word out. A lot of it for us is exposure. Um, right now, and it's to get people to know who we are. We're a veteran-owned, woman-owned company, and um, yeah, we're just we're we're hoping someday that somebody recognizes us and they come in and say, "Hey, we're gonna make life a little easier for you, yeah. <laughs> and um, we want you to run, continue to run this business, um, and we don't have to worry about the financial aspect of it, right?" Because right. Um, cause, cause that's challenging, um, yeah, for us. It's a stressor so, for sure. Now, are you just in New York state? Yeah, right now we're just in New York state. Um, we're all the way up in Plattsburgh down to New Rochelle. We're in over 220 retail stores and restaurants. Um, and we just keep growing each and every, every day, you know, we utilize our connection. You know, it's a little bit challenging for me because I have a full-time job, you know, and and I do work for the county. And even though my position is all about small businesses um, and um, growing, whether it's a, a business that's already established or a new young entrepreneur, um, I don't have I don't have the time, right? And I would love to be able to contribute more time to New Scotland Spirit. So I dedicate a lot of my evenings, a lot of my weekends, um, to do events. Um, and, uh, you know, I try to, to donate as much time as I possibly can to, to help this company grow and be yeah. successful. Yeah. I mean, it sounds amazing. I obviously I've heard from you, but also from Chelsea really, you know, stands by your mission and whatnot too. That's awesome. Um, I mean, what, uh, what are your goals for the business in the next couple of years? Well, like I mentioned earlier, I try not to look too far ahead, right? Because um, what I would love, um, I would love for us to be known everywhere. You know, I would love for us to be, um, you know, known just like those other top brands, you know, and uh, I know when people come up to me and they, I ask them, you know, what do they drink? They're like, uh, you know, Jack Daniels. I'm like, Jack who? I don't know who Jack is. Um, And, you know, it takes them a minute, but then they start laughing. Um, Our product sells itself. We just launched um, bottled our vodka. It's not in retail stores yet. Um, Gorgeous bottle. Um, So 
you know, we're no longer just a whiskey company. Um, we're yeah. definitely um, expanding because we know people like vodka. Yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, it's, you know, baby steps, right? We're, we're still a young company. We've only been around for just under two years. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, so that's been- great. There's a lot of growth within those two years, too. So I know you were saying to me when we were at a luncheon together, like that women think they can't drink whiskey, but it's the way they do drink it. Right. So right. can you explain this right. to us? I, I know you're like, I get really mad when women say they can't drink whiskey. I, so I take it should... personally. <laughs> I take it personally because they make these faces or they're with their husband or boyfriend and they're like, um, oh, no, not me. And I'm like, so I ask them, you know, without offending them. And I ask them, what is it? And they tell me, you know, it's the burning sensation. You know, they feel like their chest is on fire. They're gasping for air. So it is all in how you're drinking it right so you're and and not just whiskey any hard liquor and you it's it's you sip it you're not supposed to you know we're not in college anymore you're not supposed (laughs) to be pregnant um so i try to tell them that if you know and, and try not to overthink it and over time i think you'll you know you get into the habit of it but you you hold your breath as if you were going to be blowing out a candle and as you are um sipping it and it starts to go down you know you keeping it on your palate a little bit, you're releasing the air. Now I release it from my nose because I'm not coordinated enough. I'm always worried about drooling. (laughs) Um, And as you're swallowing it, you know, it, it does eliminate um, the burning sensation um, on your throat. And, um, and I have so many women say, Oh, you know what, you're, you're right. And if you do that, you actually can taste the flavors of the whiskey. We have a winter wheat that has the vanilla, the caramels, the butterscotch notes to it. And you really can taste it if you do it right. If you yeah. don't, you're going to get that burning um, sensation right. um, in your throat. So, so yeah, so it's an interesting to me. Um, and I love that they even um, listen to me and try it. <laughs> and yeah. then I tell them, hey, at the end of the day, if you still don't like it, I'm going to be able to sleep at night because I know right. you at least did it right. You right? did it the right way. Yeah. I mean, you're going to have to teach me. We'll have to try it sometime. Like me, you and Chelsea will have to get together and you'll have to teach me how to do it because I've never even had whiskey. I haven't even tried to go that uh, route, but no one's told me there's a way to drink it correctly too. And I'm assuming that your whiskey, since it's like locally sourced and fresh and all that, it must taste differently than something coming from a huge, huge distributor. Is that true? Or is that, am I wrong in that? Well, no, there's probably some truth to that. Um, I was a big um, Basil Hayden or Bullet um, drinker. And I recently got into it. I was big into the vodka, the seltzers, the wines, right? But I'm also a big, um, I I do some personal training on the side and I'm a gym guru. So I'm also about healthy, right? And I found out that wine had a lot of sugar in it. So I kind of had to, so I don't, I'm not going to say I don't drink it. It's very, very rare. Um, and I'm not saying whiskey is healthy for you either, but you're not going to drink as much of it as you drink wine. So, um, so yeah, so, and you can put it in mixed drinks as well. So yeah, I would have to say it's definitely smoother. I prefer it over the other two. Um, you know, if I'm out and they don't carry our brand, which is a shame, um, I will, if they have bullet and I'll drink the bullet. Sometimes okay. I drink it on ice. Sometimes I drink it neat. It depends on um, on the mood, right? Okay. So very cool. Well, yeah, you, I gotta learn some more from you for sure. <laughs> now well, we have a tasting room opening up, so I'm I'm hoping to do a oh, ladies' cool. night. Yeah. So 
um, you know, so you can come to that and we'll teach ladies how to drink whiskey. We'll have some picky foods and who knows, maybe we'll throw in a cigar. Oh, goodness. Wow. Lots of new things for me. (laughs) (laughs) I would love that though. That sounds really fun. Um, Now with this new venture and your full-time job, has this helped ease you into your kids being older and like not needing you as much? Um. Yeah, you know, um, yeah, it's funny because I was just talking about it to my son, Michael. Um, I said, you know, he called and was asking me about um, some advice on a girl, which I love. And yeah. um, and I said to him, you know, it's really hard sometimes. I said, I'm glad you called because I feel like you guys don't need me anymore. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and he's like, yeah, we, we still need you, Ma. We just don't live with you. Um, and we need you in other ways. I'm like, oh, that's great. So yes. So it definitely keeps me busy. I'm not one to sit still for very long. I'm too antsy yeah. all the time. Um, but yeah, it's I definitely feel like, and especially with everything I'm going through personally, right. um, it's definitely been, um, it's been amazing. Like I, I don't even, I have never even expressed it to my team um, that they have given me another purpose the last few months. Um, and they've been, um, and they're great. Each and every one of them have been fantastic. And I don't even know if any of them really know what I'm going through personally. Um, I doubt my partner has said anything, um, cause he's great, um, in that way. So, um, I guess they'll find out when they hear this, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, where so with your partner are you guys like equal parts of the company so you each do your own part and like run it together or how does that work yeah we we bounce off each other you know I mean even as far as like um this morning I told him that um you know I had a couple days off last week that I'm back to work um so there was there's some stuff that needs to be done so I kind of threw it at him because I told him I wasn't available and you know he'll do the same um for me I he's, he's got a lot on his plate and he runs around everywhere. Um, and, uh, so I try to, to help him out with that, but then, you know, again, I have a full-time job and that pays my bills and I, and that's definitely, um, a priority. Maybe someday that'll change. Um, but the County has been great, um, to me. You enjoy it. I do. I do. And I think it, because it ties in with my passion. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, and you know, I started working for them in January. So, you know, I think everything this year happened for a reason. And I thought yeah. that I was going to say that because you mentioned that to me and yeah. It almost seems like the um the new squad and spirits and it's like your new baby. You know what I mean? Cuz you're like yeah. growing it together kind of and this is like your new purpose. It's it's your new baby to grow and yeah. expand and evolve and yeah, I thought 2023 was going to be my year. I remember doing a vision board and I'm like, okay, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to rock this year. And I've learned as, you know, it's coming to a close. It was really for me to learn, um, to get to know myself again yeah. um, and who I am. And I think I kind of forgot about who I was and what I loved doing. And so 2023 with coming to a closing, I think was more of a, a healing for me mm-hmm. and, um, you know, a learning. Um, and I'm not saying we're not going to learn more next year, right? <laughs> but I think I'm ready. Um, I, I think I'm ready for 2024. Yeah. And, uh, 
you know, and, and uh, I don't think I'm going to let anybody in my way. <laughs> Good. I love that. I feel the same exact way. I mean, it's hard when you have a year where you're, you know, you think it's going to be your year and unexpected stuff comes up. I know I'm kind of in that same predicament, not um, like the same circumstances, but just like stuff came up and I didn't expect it. And, you know, that can be hard, but it's also, you're right. It's a huge learning lesson um, to yeah. take with us into the next year. And yeah, don't let anybody hold you back from taking action on what you want for sure. Um, so you plan to keep the two jobs, right? And kind of move forward with that in 2024? Yeah, well, New Scotland Spirits really isn't a job. <laughs> Not yet, at least. <laughs> Not yet. I hope for it to be. Um, but yes, my my goal is uh, is to keep doing what I'm doing and 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 keep growing and yeah. you know and I and I hope that um, you know again you know I'll go back and and I don't mean to to harp on the age thing, but I feel like sometimes um, people harp think they get stuck in a spot because they feel like they're too old or they're getting too old and they can't make changes in their life, you know, and I, and I hope people realize that it's never too late, right? So yeah. life is way too short. We don't know how long we're going to be here. And, you know, you need to be, you, you yeah. need to be, there's no, I don't know who said that, you know, there's an age for this or for that. I don't know who said that, um, but they're totally, totally wrong. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm 35 years old. I have no problem saying that. I have no problems um, starting over, yeah. though I would have preferred not to, <laughs> right. you know. We all um, would prefer not to start over. <laughs> I would have preferred not to, but at the end of the day, I feel better I, I, I don't feel like I'm stuck anymore. Yeah. Right? So nobody yeah. feel like they're stuck. Um, you know, it, it's a choice. And uh, Absolutely. yeah, so I'm, I'm in a good spot, I think. Good. <laughs> I mean, you seem super happy and ready to go. I love it. And you're motivating me because I, um, so I'm a hairdresser as well. And I've been procrastinating for over a year and a half to start over here in New York because I moved here from Maine. And I finally took action and it's exciting for me. But at the same time, you have to start over, right? And that can be very daunting. But you're motivating me right now, Rosemary, to oh, get, yeah. <laughs> get my butt out there, not let anybody hold me back. You know, it's, yeah, yeah, it's never too late. Yeah, yeah. Keep, no, keep moving forward, right? Yeah. And, and the thing is, you don't know unless you try. Yeah. Right. You yeah. don't know unless you get, unless you get out there and try. I'm not saying I'm going to be successful, but I know that I give everything 110 percent and I'm definitely not ever going to do anything without giving it 110 yeah. percent. So um, and uh, and I'm not going to fail. <laughs> yeah. Well, failure is lessons, too. You know, it's like we're, we probably yeah. are going to fail at some point, but it's OK. We can like you said, you're that rubber band. You can get up and try again. And, exactly. Yeah. Right? You get down, you bounce right back up. That's yep. the way to do it. I love it. You're awesome. So fun. Well, I think I actually have some connections for you. I'm going to email you after this um, to get New Scotland Spirits out a little bit more too and well-known um, in the area. But I really appreciate you coming on and sharing your story, even some things that you oh, haven't even told you. your coworkers. So, No, thank you so much, Megan. This was definitely um, an honor and a privilege to have been on with you. Yeah, I can't wait to share it. Um, I know it's going to motivate so many people. And yeah, your story is, is awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. I will talk to you soon. All right. Thanks, Megan. Bye. Ciao. 
Thank you so much for tuning in today. Empowerhood is brought to you by Flourish Everyday Coaching. Check them out in the link below. And again, thank you so much for being here. We really appreciate it. If you could take 60 seconds of your time and leave us an Apple review, this helps share the news about this podcast and help women all over the world. If you want to see the video version of this podcast, you can go to our YouTube channel and subscribe there. Thank you so much. And we'll see you at the next episode.